welcome to Machine Learning, How the World Works. I'm kind of excited about this podcast. I wanted to do it for a couple of of days now, and it's on uh, emotion. And the can we bring emotion into the machine? The book was called The Emotion Machine. I think it was less about the what is emotion and more about how strategy is very important in emotion. That's something I hadn't considered about is the role of strategy and, and, and strategic thinking in the emotions that we have. For example, if we have fear, um, that is a product of lack of strategy. If we have confidence, that's a product of, of good strategy. So strategy is very important in our emotional states. And we, t- we talk about it kind of anthropomorphically because we're looking at ourself as an emotional being and that distinguishes us from machines. Machines are said to have no spirit and no emotion. Uh, so there is, they, they don't have, they're not a spiritual machine. We, we have a spirit, we have a body, and we have emotions, so which distinguish us. Uh, we have intelligence. Machines all have a form of intelligence. And it's debatable as to whether they have ed- entity and awareness and consciousness. That's a continual debate of what, what is consciousness, what is intelligence, and what is uh, self-awareness and uh, self-awareness, self-reference, and recursive thought. Can it think abstractly? Can it process thought? Can it, and so forth. Those are some of the debates I've had in the past in trying to uh, analyze those those arguments. So the argument I want to talk today about is again strategy and as it relates to emotion. I think that's really important. So. Uh, we can simulate different types of emotion by implementing different degrees of strategy. We don't recognize a problem as hard until we spent some time on it without making any significant progress. If you can diagnose the particular type of problem you face, then you can use the knowledge to switch to a more appropriate way of thinking. Critic selector mode model of thinking, each critic object can recognize a certain species of a problem type. When a critic sees enough evidence, the critic will activate a selector which tries to start up a set of resources that it has learned is like to act as a way to think that they may help in this situation. So it's almost as if we're saying you have a critic which is like a master controller. You have a bunch of agents that are activated resources and once the the selector or the or the controller uh, attempts to activate those resources that it um, can apply it acts like it's a way of thinking in that situation so we think then of of thinking as uh, agents in a series of processes that are trying to solve problems. If a problem seems familiar, use reasoning by analogy. I think that that's one of the great ways to make arguments is to 
make analogies so that it highlights the different dynamics of the concept and in a concrete way that's easy to understand. If it seems unfamiliar, change the way you're describing it. If it seems too difficult, divide it into several pieces. If it still seems difficult, replace it with a simpler problem. If none of these work, ask someone for help. If too many critics are aroused, then describe the problem in more detail. If too few critics are aroused, then make the description more abstract. If important resources conflict when they should try to discover a cause, if there has been a series of failures, then switch to a different set of critics. Emotional reactions. Okay, this is how, this is why um, I've, I drew this correlation to strategy. Emotional re- uh, reactions, cautious versus reckless, unfriendly versus amicable, visionary versus practical, inattentive versus vigilant, reclusive versus social, courageous versus cowardly. Each such emotional uh, states is a way to think and can lead to different ways to deal with things, either by making you see things from new points of view or viewing by increasing your courage or doggedness. If too many critics are active, then your emotions will keep changing too quickly. And if these critics stop working at all, then you're stuck in just one of the states. Now, if we were to look at this from a construction standpoint, Construction can invoke a wide range of emotions and emotional reactions. Cautious versus reckless. Construction projects often involve potential risk and hazards. As a result, individuals involved in construction may experience emotions such as caution or weariness to ensure safety. Unfriendly versus amicable. The nature of construction work can vary but collaboration and teamwork are often essential. Uh, you know, it's like having a buddy system. If your, your buddy is watching out for you, if something were to happen, um, they could come to your rescue. And likewise, if they see a potential hazard, they could warn you of it, like not wearing safety goggles or not, uh, not clipping on when you're working from fall heights. Emotions such as friendliness and cooperation can contribute to positive work environment and effective project execution. Visionary versus practical. Construction projects require a balance between envisioning the end result and implementing practical solutions. Emotions such as visionary thinking and practical problem solving can influence decision making and project outcomes. Inattentive versus vigilant. Attention to detail and vigilance are crucial in construction to ensure quality and prevent errors. Emotions such as attentiveness and vigilance can help maintain high standards and minimize mistakes. Reclusiveness versus sociable. Construction work can involve both individual tasks and collaborative efforts. Emotions such as sociality and ability to work well with others can contribute to effective communication and teamwork. Courageous versus cowardly. Construction projects often involve 
involve challenging situations that require individuals to face their fears and to take calculated risk. Emotions such as courage and determination can help overcome obstacles and achieve project goals. The best way to solve a problem is is to already know a way to solve it. Searching extensively when one has no better alternative, one can try to search through all possible chains of thought. But that method is often uh, not practical because the searches grow exponentially. Reason by analogy, when a problem remains, mind you, of one that you solved in the past, you may be able to adapt the case to the present case situation. Divide and conquer. If you can't solve a problem all at once, then break it down into smaller pieces or parts. Reformulation. Find a different representation that highlights more relevant information understood in a different way. Planning. Consider the set of sub-goals and examine how they affect each other. Now, the construction industry is expected to undergo several changes in the next five years. Modular construction. There's a growing interest in modular construction with the expected increase in its popularity due to factors such as speed and cost effectiveness. This approach involves uh, structures from prefabrication modules and is predicted to become more widespread, especially in the housing sector. And if you're really interested, you can watch the robots as they build the, the modular structures by a company called Blueprint. Blueprint Robotics. Green building and sustainability. Industries expected to place a greater emphasis on environmental sustainability with a focus on reducing carbon emissions and adopting green building practices. These include the use of innovative materials and technologies to minimize the environmental impact on construction. I don't know much about the um, those materials but I do see that this carbon emissions and, and uh, green mil- building, mater- building practices is st- going to be a big factor in the materials that are allowed in construction. Uh, adoption of technology. Construction is likely to see an increased adoption of technology such as Internet of Things, uh, BIMs, building information modeling, and autonomous vehicles. I also think along with BIM, you're going to have more usage of augmented reality and virtual reality that will use those BIM models to create 3D representations or digital twins. These technologies are expected to improve efficiency, safety, and overall management of construction projects. Workforce challenges. The industry is facing challenges relating to skilled labor shortages and efforts to address these issues are expected to continue over the next five years. I think that we're going to see a lot of change in construction as it relates to the labor shortages it's going to get in the next five years as a large percentage of skilled labor force is going to retire. There's going to have to be strong incentives to keep skilled labor uh, force from, from deciding to retire. Techniques for solving problems involve simplifying, elevating, and changing the subject. More, more reflective ways to think are wishful thinking, self-reflection, and impersonation. 
Other modes of thinking are logical contradiction, which tries to prove that your problem cannot be solved. Then look for a flaw in the argument. Logical reasoning often tries to make chains of deductions, external representation, drawing suitable diagrams. Imagination, what would happen if the simulation possible actions inside the mental models that one has built. Now, if we look at logical contradiction, this is an idea that leads to false outcomes. Example can be found in the field of mathematics. For example, if I have complement P or uh, complement P or Q, the application of logical equivalence shows that it's a contradiction. Okay, so let's break that mathematical equation down to what its uh, propositions are trying to say. It's saying that in terms of formal logic, a contradiction is a statement whose truth value is always false, regardless of the truth values of its variables. Uh, this exemplifies how the notation of logic contradiction is fundamental in various domains, including mathematics and formal logic. Um, the statement complement means not. It negates the truth value. So if I, for example, have a negate of true, it's always going to be false. A negate of false will be false. We can also use the relationship of an or. Uh, if I say the negate of P or Q, then P could be true, Q could be true, and it's true. P could be true, and Q could be false, and it's still true. P could be false, and Q could be true, and it's false. I mean true. Or you could have both P and Q true, but in all cases, it would a contradiction would negate any of the statements P or Q. In summary, the logic statement of complement P or complement P or Q can be understood as not P or not P and Q. It, it evaluates true if and only if the expression P or complement not P or Q is false. The true value of the statement depends on the truth value of the propositions of P and Q. If I were the CEO of a billion-dollar contract, general contractor for a construction company, my approach would be to balance between constructive criticism in order to support maximum benefits and minimize the drawbacks of having numerous critics in the industry. I would encourage the culture of constructive feedback within the organization. This means actively listening to the concerns and suggestions raised by the critics and use them as opportunities for improvement. By embracing criticism as a means to identify flaws and areas for enhancement, we can continuously strive for excellence in our projects. 
However, it's important to maintain focus amidst the presence of numerous critics. While addressing flaws is crucial, we should not let the constant need for corrections divert our attention from the critical aspects of the project. In other words, get keep, still keep the jo- get the job done, get the work done, but listen to the critics for um, possible opportunities for enhancements and to streamline the process. Creating a supportive environment is also essential. I would foster a collaborative work culture where individuals feel comfortable sharing ideas and concerns. Open communication and teamwork can help address challenges effectively and promote a positive work environment. Recognizing and celebrating achievements can also boost your morale, motivation, counterbalance the potential effects of criticism. In summary, I would navigate to the present numerous critics by embracing constructive criticism, maintaining focus, creating a supportive environment, and seeking diverse perspectives. By striking this balance, we can leverage the benefits of criticism to improve project outcomes, foster innovations, and create positive work environments.